0: Through this podcast, I aim to empower and inspire jewelry entrepreneurs and professionals so they can thrive while adding more beauty to the world. I'm passionate about digital marketing for jewelry brands, and I'm excited to share my passion with you. As we all know, jewelry is joy, so I'll gladly seize any opportunity to talk about it. This is episode 192, and you're checking out a pretty new weekly segment of this podcast called The Goldmine, which is a more intimate, personal, and brief take from me about a topic of my choosing, but typically in the categories of entrepreneurship, growth, mindset, as well as my own personal observations about the industry. If you're new to this podcast, Welcome! You can get interviews and business development marketing tips on Sundays and the goldmine with me on Wednesdays. If you're a return listener or viewer, thanks so much for following along. This week's topic is all about my observations around how we refer to women in the jewelry industry. I'll be talking about, one, the terminology I think really needs to change, Two, why I think this needs to be taken seriously. And three, what can we actually do about it? So first I wanna talk about the terminology that I really think needs to change is the use of the word girls. Think about it. We don't often hear men referred to as boys in the workplace, maybe guy or guys, but never boys. That would be pretty weird. But for some reason in the jewelry industry and in like fashion and accessories as a whole, I oftentimes hear women referred to as girls. It doesn't really happen when a brand is talking to their customers or about their customers, but it seems to happen a lot internally when like a leader or a team member is describing the people who who work for them internally. So like one example would be, oh, I'll, I'll mention that idea to my social media girl or the girls are working on a new marketing campaign for the holiday season. I know this because I personally experienced it while working in-house for jewelry brands, and it literally always made me cringe when I, when I heard it. And I'll sometimes offhand just hear it mentioned on social media or even in Zoom calls with people that I consult with. And the weird thing is that it's typically coming from women in the industry talking about other women. Why do I think that this needs to be taken seriously? you're probably like, okay, Larissa, what kind of bone is this that you're picking on? Before I get any further into into this spiel that I'm giving you, please let me be clear that I don't think anyone who uses this terminology is engaging in any sort of malicious behavior. I don't think they're purposely doing anything wrong. I'm kind of just trying to invite you to be more aware of the language that you use So you can consciously and intentionally decide whether or not it's appropriate for your situation without just using it haphazardly or just adopting what everyone else seems to be doing in the jewelry and fashion space. You probably think I'm being super nitpicky about this, but I really think the use of the word girls is doing a lot more damage than people in this industry realize. It's really subtle but I think it shows a lack of respect for women and establishes a skewed power dynamic within a business. Again, I've never heard of men referred to as boys in a workplace situation. So when you think of it that way, it's extra weird. I've been thinking about this for so long without ever really hearing anyone else speak about this. So I did some Google searching to see, like, am I really the only person who has a weird reaction when I hear the word girls? Am I the only person thinking about this? And I did find a Forbes article about this as well, which I'll link to in the show notes. And I really like this one quote from the author of that article, Susan Madsen. Quote, when women are called girls, the subtle message is that they are not mature, professional, or responsible, end quote. When you refer to your employee or employees as girls, it's kind of showing that you're not taking their roles seriously in a professional setting. Like, the team members are just doing it for fun or for a hobby not like they're adults who have developed and honed a specific skill through education and their work experience the girls is also kind of pally, like oh they're just my friends and they're hanging out here for fun they're not trying to like improve their financial situation grow in their careers find fulfillment in their work develop or hone a skill not at all Did you know there's even research to back up how it makes women feel to be called girls, even in like a casual way? In a paper describing research from the University of Pennsylvania, the results show that women who were referred to as girls feel less confident, believed they had fewer leadership qualities, and they believed that others would view them as less prepared for leadership Roles. And I'll link that paper in the show notes as well. And the other problem is that, at least in the ways I've heard this term being used, the girls are typically women who are working in roles that require soft skills and creativity. Roles like graphic design, marketing, social media, photography, etc. These are people that really work hard to gain respect for their knowledge and talents. And they work extra hard for equitable pay in general, as opposed to someone in like an accounting or finance role who, because that seems more like necessary for a business, they don't have to fight for respect or prove their creativity or like their legitimacy in a business role. Imagine calling your CFO our finance girl. That probably wouldn't happen using the terminology girl or girls even casually even in a non like malicious or you know hurtful way it continues to perpetuate the stereotype that women do certain types of jobs and and it really brings unnecessary gendering into your work environment like what if instead of our social media girl or the PR girls you said something like the social media expert on our team or Our PR team, the Forbes article that I mentioned, also points out that, quote, researchers have found that countries where language is less gendered appear to have more women in the labor force, end quote. This could potentially impact your hiring strategy and business growth strategy moving forward. So what can we do about this and what am I inviting you to do about it? My call to you is not necessarily to change just because I said so. If you think this is dumb, you have a right to think that. If you're guilty of doing this and wanna change, no judgment. Thank you for taking this into consideration. I invite you overall to be more mindful of the language you use internally, in your marketing, in your brand storytelling, are you just using words because those are the words you hear other people using in the industry, the words that other brands are using, the words that other jewelry entrepreneurs and professionals are using? Or are you intentionally thinking through your messaging and choosing the language that most resonates with your mission, vision, values, brand story? This is a call for me to be more mindful with your storytelling, both your consumer-facing storytelling and the stories and language that you use internally. And even if you're a solopreneur, how you're speaking to business partners, contractors, freelancers, vendors, I think we can all stand to think through the details a little more than we are right now. Can you relate to anything I mentioned in this episode? I'd love to know your thoughts. Please leave a comment on YouTube or let me know in a podcast review. You can also always email me, Larissa, that's L-A-R-Y-S-S-A at joyjoya.com. Thanks for listening or watching.